0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode from Setting The Tone and today's episode will be a bit of a brief one but it is a special dedicated to something pretty special that I had the privilege of hearing up in Birmingham at Digby Brewery & Co on the 24th of September. Stick around because I'll be telling you all about that right next on Setting The Tone. Hello everyone, I hope you are all well. Um, just wanted to quickly do an episode um, for setting the tone today, um, purely because yesterday, Friday the 24th of September, um, I was lucky enough to be able to attend an event at Digbeth Brewery Company in Birmingham. Um, the event was for Trivium, um, it was a, a fan event where uh, it, there's kind of three options for fans to buy tickets for, for a couple of um different kind of events hosted by um the sabbath uh, up in burnham at, at the venue dig Brewing company and one of the events that i attended was the three o'clock um if you like showing or listening um, for trivium it was a vip uh, this is a vip event and um, we were lucky enough that we got for our money that we paid a chance to hear the album um the upcoming album the temp studio album from trivium um, in the Court of the Dragon which comes out literally in like 13 days time the 8th of October uh, as well as getting a um, poster of the album uh, a, a commemorative wristband and commemorative VIP lanyard and then there was the option um, as well as to um, try a, a taste of the Trivium Beer that Deep Brewery Company had, had put out for the event um, which is still running I believe right now Saturday 25th um, at 7 o'clock I think there's one more show um, showing listening if you like left um, and that's it. Uh, and it was a chance to review uh, see for yourself the painting, the artwork uh, that's been commissioned. Um, it was for those of you who went to Bloodstock, you may have seen it at Bloodstock. Um, and then this is literally the last chance before it's kind of packed down and shipped over to Florida, and unfortunately never to be seen again, potentially on UK shores. Uh, it may make an appearance. I don't know. That's that's what it was listed as. As you know, this is the final chance to see the artwork. You know, giant sort of oil painting canvas um slapped up there as well as here in the album tasting taking a sip of the trivia beer and um, two uh, beers were given out free uh, as part of your package and then if you want to buy more um you, you know you could i must say i want to give a big shout out to Deep Rift brewery company because the cat like, i when you got in there we we're told like okay you can trade your tokens in for pints of the alcohol you know the um the trivium ale now, or you could take home cans at the end because the cans weren't quite ready. I am so glad that I held out on my tokens in exchange. Of course, there was the option if I had done that, given up my tokens, I could have um, you know, got some cans anyway. But the cans are absolutely awesome. If you want to see what the cans look like, the can designs, if you head over to um, Set and Tone on Instagram, which is Set and Tone UK Podcast, and on Facebook, Set and Tone UK Podcast, I did upload. Um, some images of the cans, what the can design looks like, as well as the tokens, what they look like. If you're interested in that, as well as like the uh, VIP lanyard and um, the wristband, you know, just if that's something you wish to, you know, have a look at. Anyway, so let's get to the reason why we're here. So the reason why we're here is I ain't gonna pull no punches. I am a massive fan of Trivium. I have been for a long, long time since I saw them make their first download appearance, I believe, in 2005 on that Saturday, and um, I've been with the, you know stuck as a fan ever since and I, i'm really really i don't know i am filled with kind of excitement and so much emotion to you know when this album comes out on the 8th of october um i think personally without going into too much detail right now given the game it's a great follow-up from um, what the men say now it feels kind of weird for triggering to be popping out an album straight after the album from last year which hey you know bands can put music out when they want as frequently as they want and that's awesome. It just feels a bit weird considering that unfortunately due to the pandemic and the ongoing circumstances around that, you know, in the UK we've kind of downgraded from it. I believe we now call it an epidemic rather than pandemic. Um, But I guess across the world, different parts of the world, they've still got different statuses and they're, you know, I'm not sure what's going on with the case numbers. But yeah, for whatever reason, at this moment in time, children haven't yet really played, um, in fact, they haven't played any shows to my knowledge outside of their home country in America. Um, Right now, they're currently on tour. As of today, uh, I'm not sure what the time is over in America right now, I imagine it must be about 12, 1 o'clock time, because they're only about 5, 6 hours behind us, it is not fest in the state of Iowa, um, I'd, I'd kill to be able to, I'm not going to lie, some amazing bands, Trivium, God, Fever Three Three Three. of course Slipknot headlining, um, who else is there, um, Megadeth, just offended and um, you know some really awesome names on that bill so I'm, I'm re- kind of jealous that some Ameri- you know the American fans are able to see that here but never mind um, so anyway we're going to share my thoughts on this album now unfortunately I am going to be really really honest with you guys other than what I'm about to read out to you I haven't got any audio I haven't got any footage Purely because we were not allowed to record audio or video of the album, and rightly so. You know the album, as you probably gathered, the album's not out till the eighth of October. That's thirteen days' time, and it's not right to go around basically putting music out before it's intended to. And if we were caught doing so, it would have been asked to leave. And, and you know, I respect that. So, I've, just my thoughts on you know some brief notes that I've made down. Um, I start off by saying, so I've done some strange things in my life, some, ama- some amazing and some I look back on with wonder. Um, this event surely be one of those days, right now, it's, um, I'll take you back to yesterday, the 24th of September I was sitting in a brewery up in Birmingham, of all places, uh, myself and my wife and, we- and we're waiting to hear the new Trivium album, In the Court of the Dragon, um, two weeks before its release really strange really surreal moment that i'm sitting i'm waiting to hear this album in a brewery so i've never done Uh, i think i've been to a couple of album listening parties, but normally sort of like in clubs or um either it's been sent to me or whatever it may be it's just a completely different circumstance to you know normal so anyway the intro there's an intro to this uh, to the album and it's kind of like a gladiator i've made that like a gladiator theme kind of um, so one of the other fans intents, kind of likened the album theme to like a Greek mythology um, now if I'm being honest when this would you know, we are fortunate and really lucky that and I want to say a massive shout out I don't know if the boys are listening they're going to listen to this album but a big shout out to Alex Bent Palo Groutura and Matt Heafy for putting their time yesterday before they were going, I think they were going to go on stage, I think it's 12 o'clock and it was about 5 o'clock our time, 12 o'clock over there in the US and 5 o'clock our time, it was a good few hours before they were going to go and sound check and you know, gear up for a show, they had a show yesterday. Um, so a massive thank you to those those lads putting out the time, it um, goes up saying they're really humble, gracious guys and they, they love their fans, they're so, and I, I think the overall message that came out the sort of the fan questions was they're so supportive of us UK fans and the fans across the world. Um, and it was kind of put one of the fans kind of put the question this Greek mythology to Alex Ben. Unfortunately, Alex couldn't really answer uh, in depth because he's not necessarily kind of thinks that way in terms of when he's writing. It's more of a, a power and a map question. But you know, so the intro is kind of like a slow gladiator like, like, kind of um, going into the amphitheater. You know, getting ready to fight, and then it just you know bursts into it "In the Court of the Dragon." Now, um, we all know how good "In the Court of the Dragon" is. It's a single that was one the first single. That was released off the album it's really strong really fast paced riffs plenty of hooks it's i don't need to tell you what nicole dragon sounds like because if you haven't heard it yet then go and do so if you have i guarantee if you're anything like me you have listened to it about twenty thousand times already and um, it's so good and it kind of felt like a standard not i'm not trying to put the intro down but it kind of felt like a standard sort of metal intro we've we've all heard metal intros we have done metal intros on so many albums and then you normally have like a really sort of powerful opening song that it goes straight into. You know, it's a perfectly mixed, uh, mixed in that sense that so goes from intro to the opening track really well. The next track is um, entitled Like a Sword. I'm just going to re- give you the full track name because I can't wait to brief notes on um, what the tracks were because I wanted to try and capture the track name or part of it. And then um, talk about. It. So the next track after In Court Dragon, which is track number two, is Like a Sword Over please Now my notes on this is it opens with thick bass lines, which are fantastic because one of the things that I really loved about what the Dead Man Say came out last year was Palo's bass is really thick. The bass lines are thick, and I love that. It's it's back again. Um, if I'm honest, I made the initial note saying I may need to let this one play a couple of times when the album comes out. I might need to let it play because. I wasn't kind of blown away initially. However, as the track progresses, the course you know it goes into course which has got natural vocal hooks, natural melodies, with soaring breakdowns. You know, like vocally, Matt Hayfe's choruses are just soaring vocally, and it's so awesome. And out of nowhere, I've kind of made this note of an, like an open sky, open the sky solo because Matt and Corey's solo is absolutely phenomenal. It just you know, there's me initially going, well, I might need to give this track and listen. And I can't wait to put the album, I can't wait to listen to it constantly. But, you know, I was, it, it got my interest. It perked me up and I was, I was fully on board. And it's a track that takes so many t- twists and turns. Um, this could be an a- one of the tracks on the album that nobody kind of lobbies for or puts hand up going, that's the track, that's the track on the album. This could be one of those tracks that actually turns out to be the track on the album. Um... Absolute for, for, uh, phenomenal track and really stand out for me and um, then moving on from that we went into Feast of Fire which has been out uh, again a few weeks. Feast of Fire I feel quite it's got kind of got like a radio feel quite, to it um, a little bit it, I think Feast of Fire I've tried kind of sat this a little bit and I've kind of tried um, Kind of like using energy, it kind of feels like it would have been on the Crusades. And that's not necessarily negative, it just kind of feels like it's got that radio friendliness to it. But again, it's got powerful hooks, powerful melodies. The course on Feast of Fire is so catchy. And I, whenever it comes on, I just, I sing it. Loud, proud, and I love it. Um, so yeah, I won't really go into too much detail about Feast of Fire, because again, it's been out for a number of weeks, and um, I'm sure if you found a final Trivium or you're familiar you would have heard it the next track is track number five A Crisis of Revelation um, a new track now I've made a note here saying if you want something to start a pit to this is it now what I'm getting out here guys is it's heavy as fuck excuse me language I don't normally swear on the show if ever uh, but it's heavy as hell it's fast paced it's strong strong vocals yet again Massive shout out to Matt Heathy who's again vocals for this entire album not just this track but this entire album He's really on fire uh, real dialed in um it's powerful, you know, strong choruses, strong solos, strong riffs. With five tracks into this album and I'm you know I'm hearing everything from Ember to Inferno to what the man say there really is already in this early part of this album I'm hearing a little bit of everything that Truthman've done over the years, taken and put into a blender and and made the best of you know they've taken the best of everything they've done and made it even better Um, what I really love about this again is it's packed with so it's packed with riffs thick bass lines Unexpected technical prowess is you just kind of you know I did it on what the deadman say and I sat back and I was just like man this guy is so good you know and it was really nice to kind of hear him speak yes I hear him ask some of the questions but he comes across such a humble polite guy and he doesn't seem up his own ass which i really respect i really respect anyone that's not at their own backside you know we've all got opinions we've all got good at what we do and whatnot and and that's great if you've got confidence but i don't like arrogance and i don't like people that are so far up their own backside that they kind of forget about everyone else and alex Bennett is certainly not like it. he doesn't come across that anyway and he's so good technically i've said this before to people and i'll say it again um I can't honestly remember what album Alex Bent came into Trivium I think it might have been The Sin in the Sentence and for me Alex Bent saved Trivium and that might be me being a bit overdramatic but I feel he saved Trivium in the sense that unfortunately Trivium started off with their first album Emma to Inferno then Ascendancy which we all know and love which kind of really pushed them into the UK pushed the boundaries across Europe um, and then what followed after that we had um, Shog- uh, The Crusade Shogun um, in Waves Vengeance Full Silence in the Snow they're all all those albums that came before the Sin Sense are good albums but unfortunately I feel what's kind of that trivium down over the years and this isn't me knocking trivium because I'm a fan I care and I love them it's unfortunately they've had some issues with the drums kind of getting a drummer that kind of compliments the rest of the band and compliments the sound and can tie it all together with more of a technical edge and what. And I think Alex Bent was exactly what they were missing many years ago and now he's in and um, it's no it's no coincidence guys and I'm gonna be really honest here that for me Trivium's best albums have been from The Sin and Saints. What the Dead Men Say was for me, um it was a really strong music release year last year for albums and it I think I, I think Second Tone featured in its I think it finished in the top five from Set and Tone of its albums. It might have been the top three. I'm sorry, I can't honestly remember. Um it was a while back that I did that album episode. It is out on our episodes in our podcast on Apple and Spotify and Amazon. So if you wish to go and find that episode, I believe I put it out back end of last year, um, November, December. Um, but yeah, Alex Bent really ties everything together. And he's doing it again on this album. You know, like I say, we're five tracks in and he's so technically good. And I'm, I'm just happy that he's part of Trimium. Um So anyway, the next track for you guys is The Shadow of Albatore. Again, another kind of catchy track. What I noticed as I'm looking around, I noticed there's a couple of guys from Trivium's um, management label, PR, yesterday. And one of the guys, I, I apologize, I don't know his name, um, but I noticed that he was singing a lot of this. You know, it's a really catchy song. Choruses are plenty, plenty of Medi hooks. Uh, it's kind of open to like a medieval feel. Um, I can't remember, I think, is it in Mandarin? Uh, that might be a Chinese buffet. Um it, what, was the, what was the guitar that a lot of people in medieval times played? It opens with that kind of feel to it, and then it co- kicks in with thick bass lines to accompany it. Again, Heathie opens with r- some really nice vocals. It's kind of soft vocals from Heathie this time. It's not aggressive. Um, and then alongside this, there's an acoustic guitar to sort of you know, bring it all together. I think what this track does, the Shadow of is we've had four, five, what are we on? Five tracks. Yes, so we've had five tracks, four tracks. If you don't include, uh, five tracks, if you don't include the intro. We had a few tracks before that have been really fast-paced, really hard-hitting, get, you get your feet moving, head banding, you know, all that good stuff that metal heads love. This track just kind of brings it down a bit, just chills everyone out, and and it's really good because I feel that albums, all albums need this. Albums need tracks that just kind of pick up the pace, slow down the pace, pick up the pace, slow down the pace, in whatever order that's done, whatever order the bands feel comfortable to do. And this track does it. It just kind of just brings it down. Allows you to catch your breath, which is fantastic. It's by no means is this. Pardon me, sorry. Uh, by no means is this track soft um, or any less any less good. That's not doesn't make sense. It's not any it's not any less of a track than the previous ones. It's just different offering. Um, I love the choruses because it's got powerful vocal hooks. Um, and just when you think you're safe, honestly, you ain't gonna expect what's coming on this track. I'm not gonna give it away. Let's just say you you know when you're. In life, you go down the path, don't you? And you think the path is all mapped out and then it turns. Um, I'm not going to say any more because I want you to hear it. I want you to hear and and um, gauge what it sounds like when it comes back, you know, when it's released in a couple of weeks. Um, we've got then another, um, another track of the album, a track called Do no Way Back, Just Through. Um, again, this track comes out swinging with thick bass lines. It's another one that will get them feet moving. Um, we've got opening verses with melody and hooks. They're, they're so evident on this album, there's plenty of vocal because I'm a I love vocal hooks, I love hooks in general. Um, there's a lot of energy as well, a lot of high tone energy. We've got some thick, fast riffs on this album, some solos as well. Um, it's another awesome track, uh, you know, it's one that I think you guys are going to love. And then we move over into Fall Into Your Hands, which is track eight on the album. Unfortunately, we're coming, we're slowly and far, well, not slowly, we're fast coming to the end of the album at this point. And um, we're on track eight. Falling, uh, fall Into Your um, Hands is, opens with some blast beats from Alex Ben on the drums. Strong riffs again to match. Uh, aggressive opening with vocals. But yet, melodic choruses with hooks and strong verses with, with groove. Um, you know when you hear people talk about that groove from bands, you know, Corn do it, Five Finger Death Punch do it, Panteo do it, it's kind of got that groove. And I think you guys are going to really, really love this track. Um, and then we move on to track nine, uh, from Dawn to Decadence. Again, this opens with blast beats, we've got big choruses, plenty of engines to this one. Riffs, choruses are, you know, sh- absolutely huge. Um, plenty of hooks, so I think if you, you know, if you enjoy your folk hooks, um, you're going to hear that on this. Um yeah I don't really have any more to add other than it, it's you know this is track 9 it's a really solid album so far I'm really enjoying it unfortunately I think one of the um I say negatives it clocks in at 52 minutes but some of the tracks are like 7 minutes long you know so so like it's short in terms of 10 tracks but you've got 7 minute tracks which are really really awesome um, and then lastly to close out the album we've got the uh, Phalanx I hope I pronounced that correctly and um, i'm just saying i make a note here you know as i'm sitting down here so i made note. last upon this incredible journey of an album the phalanx starts with an impressive intro and into a, a riff onslaught. it almost feels like um i'm gonna have to look for this one calistro i hope i'm pronouncing this it's been a long time since i've listened to calistro is it calistro into the stars um i do apologize if i've said that wrong it's been such a long time since i have uh, listen to that. I think it's on Shogun. I'm gonna find it so please bear with me. I will do apologise. I wanna um that's it like Calistro to a star in heaven. That's the track I'm looking for. Um and as you guys will know that is from Shogun. I do apologise. It feels like forever since I've listened to anything really old from True because I'm so I can't put the newer stuff down. <laughs> um and I'm not gonna make really you know too much apology to that. So yeah it feels like that. Um in terms of it's kind of got that feel, but it's not a carbon copy of that track, it just kind of feels like the structure of Like A cliche to a Stars In Heaven. It's kind of got that feel to it. And again, it's packed with riffs. This whole album is a riff heaven. If you love riffs, you're in for it. If, you want, if you're expecting something soft and fairy-like and pixie dust, don't buy this album. It's as simple as that, <laughs> because you ain't going to expect it. Um... I've made this closing note just saying there really is something that for everyone in this album. It's so strong. I just see this band goes from strength to strength. I can't wait for this album to drop. If I'm honest, guys, um, I appreciate my review of this album. I've kind of talked quite quickly and I made short notes on it yesterday. I appreciate my reviews. Not a Crown and Metal Hammer review. It might not even be some of reviews from Powerplay magazine or whoever out there. Um, this is. It wasn't even a review that I was asked to do for the band. By no means was I... I'm not even endorsed. There's nothing like that. This is just me going as a fan, um, making notes for Setting the Tone podcast so I could talk to you about my thoughts on the album. And I'm really, really pleased that I got the chance and to hear the album. Um, there's not many people in the world um, that have heard this album prior to its release. You know, We're talking media and, I don't know, however many people turned up over the weekend, maybe 100-plus uh, people over this weekend who have gone to Digbeth in Birmingham um, for the for the uh, the party, and I feel really really privileged as a fan, not just of Triven but just in music in general. That I got a chance to do it. Um, I love Triven so much, and ever since I laid my eyes, I'm in 2005. I fell in I've been with them ever since. Yeah, there's been a couple of albums that haven't been so good, but this I'm gonna call it now, guys. This is potentially album of the year, and we've had some really strong albums, especially this past week that come out. You know, we've had Spirit Box. We've had Sleep Token, Mark Tremonti put another album out. Um, you know, and that's even before we've, you know, we talk about some of the albums that have come previously um, this year. You know, Day to Remember put an album out. Um, oh, I've lost track. It's just been so, so many albums this year, so many albums. Hold um, Holding Absence for another one, you know, that put albums out. There's so many good bands that put albums out. So yeah, I'm going to potentially call this as album of the year. I feel that strongly about it. I I really enjoy it. um, It's safe to say, if you're a fan of Trivium, I think you're going to enjoy it. I think you're going to dig it. Please, um, you know, I'm sure you will go out and stream it, buy physical copies of it. It comes out on the 8th of October. We are um, just under, what, two weeks just. Um, Vinyl copies will be coming, I believe, at the end of the year. Palo did... I don't mean to sound big-headed or arrogant, says. I um, did tweet back to a comment that I, you know, I tweeted to him a few months ago when the album came for pre-order, and said, unfortunately, because of an issue with vinyl being made, and not just for Trivium, but there are so many bands like that have had issues with production of vinyl, um, it's not going to be something they could get out for the album release, and rather than delay the album, they're going to go with CD copies and digital, and then the vinyl will follow later on in the year, and um, please go ahead and show your support. Trivium are coming back, all fingers crossed to the UK in November. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of the dates. I'm sure you are. Um, I will list them to you now if you were not. Um, we have, I think there's about four or five four event four dates to the Tribune. So we've got um, they come over to the, into Glasgow on November 11th, and then Friday the 12th of November, Birmingham Motor Academy. November the 13th they go up to Manchester, uh, O2 Victoria Warehouse. And they closed out their UK tour on the 14th of November, which is a Sunday, at O2 Academy down in Brixton, London. Um, if you haven't got your tickets, go and grab them. Um, these guys, you don't need me to tell you how phenomenal. You, you know, If you're a fan, you know, you know how phenomenal. Um, in the Court of Dragon, like I say, it comes out 8th of October. It sounds absolutely phenomenal. My only regret, Not that I was able to walk away with a copy of it yesterday, so I could play it over and over again. Um, But it will soon be here. I hope you enjoy it. I really do. I thoroughly enjoyed hearing it yesterday. I feel very, very lucky. Um, It was nice to see. I think the one thing that I took away from yesterday, I was in a room with fans. I was was seeing people's natural reactions to something. Hearing hearing that thing for the first time, um, there's nothing more special, you know. Yeah, sure, great, internet's fantastic. We all get stuff you know, pretty quickly and lots of stuff leaks. But there's nothing better than hearing something naturally, organically for the first time with fans or a group of fans and music. Um, yeah, it was phenomenal. But that's all from Set and Tone. There is so much that I have got to put out for Set and Tone over the coming weeks. I've still got um, four interviews from Dump Festival, Festival sorry, from a few weeks back. So they will be coming out shortly. Uh, I have still got an interview to put out with um, Thousand Thoughts um, as well as um, a recent on Monday, just gone, I did an interview with Jimmy from Black Falcon. Um, if you like Mastodon go and check out Black Falcon; they are phenomenal. So much is coming out on second time over the next few weeks, so please stick with us, um, and it'll be coming out shortly. Um, as always, guys, thank you very, very much for checking out what I've got to say. It means the absolute well to hear, you know know that you're hearing my drony boring voice. And so thank you for that. If you haven't done so already, please hit like and subscribe on our channel. So we are on. Uh, Facebook which is Set Tone UK Podcast same handle again for Instagram Set Tone UK Podcast Twitter we are STT UK Podcast um, and then the show goes out on Amazon which is Simply Set In Tone um, Apple again Simply Set In Tone and Spotify and also the show goes out on Podbean which is the hosting service that I use to put the show on so please if you haven't us already please show some love please come on board and um, over uh, the next couple of weeks, I will be running for the a competition, and simply whoever the um, I'm, whoever the next set of likes are, so I'll be asking for like the next fifty likes. Whoever the next like forty nine fifty like is, will get some stickers that I will send out free in the post to them. Um, so yeah, just show my gratitude basically for people supporting what I do. Um, so, I, it's nice absolutely awesome anyway guys um, I'm off to go and watch Skin Dread they're playing my hometown Um, so I better go better get that done and put that. out but thank you once again for your support means the world take care now guys bye bye for now